Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Wee Bit of Everything with your hosts Lewis Cleland and Clark Burrell. This week we're absolutely delighted to welcome back onto the show the one and only Murray Carney. Murray's here joining us today in the Premiership Experience offices in Glasgow who are our partners of the podcast. Premiership Experience offer fantastic sports tours within the UK and abroad, providing unforgettable experiences for our young people. And if you haven't already done so, you can check them out on Twitter at Prem Experience, or likewise head on over to their website at www.premiershipexperience.co.uk. And before we get, um, crack on with the main part of the podcast, if you do see us on Instagram at a wee bit of everything podcast, or at Bur- on Twitter at burrow underscore mister, or at clellandlewis94, be sure to give us a wee like or a retweet to help us grow and get the podcast out there so that others can listen to it as well. I know, they were saying he was rusty. He's definitely been practising that last night, isn't he? That's, like, that's what I've done in the toilet. He was practising it in. in the mirror, wasn't he? <laughs> Still not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. That was, Cheers. Uh, no, that was a good, good intro, it was good, man. Uh, so today, as Ollie said, Murray's joining uh, the, the, the podcast here at the Premiership Experience offices. It's great to have you back to uh, talk about some hot topics, the, the Olympic Games that have also been on and uh, kind of the new examination processes that, that might be, coming, uh, be upon us very shortly. So um, looking forward to getting a bit of a chat, as Lewis was saying, um, we've not recorded for you know a few weeks, so just kind of bear with us, you know, it um, might be a wee bit rusty. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your summer been? It's been really good, yeah, nothing much changes for me being retired and that, but uh, as you say, we've had the Olympics and uh, the weather's been great after me, so I've been out getting ah, a little been... bit of golf and a bit of tennis and a bit mm. of cycling. So I was going to say, your tan's looking good. It's just that we don't wash up Aberdeen <laughs> way, you know. It's, it's, and obviously, it's, 20, 25 degrees here, what was it up there, 15? Uh, yeah, duffel coat. Uh, <laughs> duffel coat weather. Yeah, Sunbed tan. Sunbed tan, <laughs> just one side though. Uh, so, how, well, so, golf, you're a member at a golf club? Yeah, I play a couple of golf courses, so um, I try and get out and play or practice each day, and uh, I'm not getting any better because. Lack of talent, probably, but uh, uh, I do really enjoy it, and I, and I meet up with all my old school pals and mm-hmm. and uh, That's good. and things like that. But no, good. it's 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 very relaxing, and it's and my wife plays golf as well. She's a really good player, so yeah. it, it, we get out and we play a bit of competition. Oh, Links courses up there. Links and and Parkland, uh, uh, couldn't be a golf club is one that I play at. It's always windy, so I used to be six foot three before I started <laughs> playing there. It's brutal at times, but. Lovely condition, and I play at a, a kind of club, Meldrum House, which is really good. Parkland and that, and it's it's good. It's uh, full of old farts, old retirees, yeah. So it's get plenty of games, and it, and it's uh, it's in beautiful condition. So. Nice. It's one of those sports you need to really practice it to get. Uh, yeah. Like you can't afford to take in a, f- a few weeks off. So and many get shots. Back. So mm. many shots to play. Bunker shots, fairway shots. You know, and it's a game that's so frustrating because. Three elements can be really good, yeah. and then One your person can go dead. And I've got more parts in my garage than than Nick Baldo mm. had. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's just unbelievable. But it's oh, it's a, enjoyable. Uh, yeah, I had a shocker before we finished off for the holidays. I sometimes play like every couple of weeks with a woman in my department, and um, she's brilliant at golf. And I went out, and I just like I had to go after nine holes. I was like, that's me. I was just getting so frustrated. Yeah. I was tired. I was like, I think you need to be in a complete right mind frame for it. And yeah. Um, yeah, but I was like, that was great. I know you myself. I won't. We actually just continued. That was petulant. That was one time. <laughs> that, that was a motion factor having a negative impact on the performance. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you like that in me, kids? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll I, understand no, that. I think that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll, uh, they'll understand I you. I, I, <laughs> definitely. Hi, right, so Mar, I'd like to uh, ask you then. We're obviously returning to school this week for, for myself and Lewis's next week. What advice would you have then for uh, PE teachers listening in who are returning to school over the next week or so and mm. 
also as a PT, how, how did you approach? Can I go back after someone after been off for so long? Yeah, well, first of all, I'd just like to thank the two of you for going back to school so early and getting my pension topped up. So that, that's a real major. I'll get a couple more Pro V1s, dozen Pro V1s next week. But no, joking apart, I think it'll be a really difficult time for you going back because I know the kids were just getting back into their stride and then the summer holidays came and then uh, I think it's like a new episode. I think you, as a head of department, I would be kind of looking, after, looking out for my staff because... They must be struggling as well. I think they're the forgotten people in the education system because it's been really, really tough for them in the last year and a half for and for the kids. And still, some if you've got maybe older staff in the department, they must be worried about their health as well. Mm-hmm. And not only you know the health of COVID, but the mental health is it, it's it's getting back into a way of work because the kids are going to be coming in. You're going to have a new first year group. So I would be probably if I was going back to school, I would be saying right. Okay, let's get right in there. Let's let's just kick them off high tempo, high demands, set them out what's expected, especially with the younger ones, because they won't know what's going on. So you've yeah. got to start mm-hmm. there. And the older ones, I think when I, the day that I go to Banff Academy, I think the older ones are desperate to get back. Mm-hmm. They want to get some sort of rigour back into their life. But other ones will struggle a little bit. So it's being yeah. sympathetic with them and making sure your staff are is keeping a kind of a firm line but being sympathetic at the same time because mm-hmm. there will be kids who might not have kit, might not be ready to go back. But I think we've got a unique opportunity after the Olympics is that hopefully some of them will have been watching and, and, and got a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to go back. But linking it in with your giving them something to do, preparing them. I mean, this pandemic's not going away. Whether we like it or not, there's mm-hmm. going to be something else, some strain. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to live with it and manage it. And I think it's equipping the kids with a pastime rather than watching TV, whether it's walking, cycling, or playing a new sport. I think that's what, and it's, and it's all about quality PE. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to try to maintain those high levels of high high quality. But I think like a lot of the, the first year kids who were in last year, going into second year, yeah. like they don't even know what PE has been. What mm-hmm. P is normally like, so cool which is, which is I mean, what if I two two years of just nothing in primary school, you know, like I've got one of my pals has got a, a daughter coming out into into secondary, and they're really nervous about it. Yeah. You know, even first and second year kids are still even nervous about going back to school. So it's bringing them in, and I think is that the P department will rise to the occasion and challenge these kids and and get them going. I think it's getting them going and getting them active, yeah. and making it as much, if you want to call it normal as possible. Yeah. For yeah. Like some of the first years, like obviously they come up for like their two or three day visit and stuff like that. Yeah. We've not even had anything like that. Yeah. Nothing's happened at all. I know some schools have ma- managed to get some yeah. maybe in over the summer and that, but yeah. even them from their P seven experience, mm-hmm. some schools don't even have any like hall facilities or that. So yeah. they're going to be coming up like yeah. it's yeah. going to be. I had a chat with one of the primary, a bit of a struggle primary well. teachers in the school across the road from me, and they were saying that. The primary sevens have feel really nervous more than normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and P's got the, their own like through the extracurricular programs to yeah. ensure that they can meet friends at lunchtime or yeah. you know after school, so that kind of eases them in and makes them feel more comfortable. I think we've got a unique time because we've got a new, a fresh canvas to come in and 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 really get a hold of these kids and offer them something as you say about extracurricular. I think is that you I mean of all the students I worked with this year from Edinburgh University is that they're desperate to get out and teach because they didn't really get much of a fourth year placement and they're really desperate to yeah. get in and, and I'm seeing a bit of advice to them saying look well don't overstretch yourself by doing heaps of clubs do maybe one or two mm-hmm. really really well mm-hmm. and maybe if you don't have an expertise in something 
still introduce it and yeah. get the kids along and give them something new whether it's if you've got mountain bikes in the school just getting them out and being able to use them after school or whatever and uh, so they're they're dead keen to get back mm-hmm. in so i feel sorry for those guys don't you in fourth year that have literally the majority of placements has been through a laptop yeah that's crazy isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. especially for pe teaching yeah some of them got a little bit towards the end two or three weeks towards the end and, and a lot of the departments mm-hmm. that i worked with were really good and got them in and did a bit a lot higher revision and the plus side is that they're better equipped i think this year in the certificate side of things because yeah. that was a, that was dealt with a lot online yeah. and, and delivered and they were really inventive with you know for the first and second year kids you know like doing activities that they could do in their home and all that you know like a fitness thing that you could embark on and the uptake just building it from three to five to twelve kids and engaging them that was that, that was a bonus getting mm-hmm. them to do that no. a lot of them are really talented with IT mm-hmm. you know yeah. so it's it's yeah, it's helping a lot in other ways 100 percent sure. online yeah. learning it's the way it's going to be as well isn't it for a lot of the time yeah like, yeah they'll be um required to put things on teams or google classroom and that for yeah. maybe pupils that are off and do you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's helped in ways well, like all the resources are prepared so uh, they're there yeah so they can be there and you can refer kids back to it but you I mean i'm still thinking is right let's get away from the it stuff let's get them out exercising yeah let's show them a value whether it's walking cycling or whatever I mean, most of them will have got a dog during lockdown. You I mean who mm-hmm. hasn't got a dog during lockdown? Mm-hmm. So get them out and get them running or yeah. or whatever with them. But you I mean it's just getting a, you know something going with them and 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 motivating them. It's because I think now is the time if we don't hit them early, and not in the sense of hitting them, but if we don't get to them early mm-hmm. and get them going, is is that that's the time where they're going to be. That's where you've got the time to, to mould them. Yeah, hundred percent. Unique time. Yeah. yeah. I think not the online side as well. Like, I'm going to set up my classes in Google Classroom again, yeah. um, because it's good for the kind of setting homework tasks and yeah. having all those PowerPoints that are all sitting yeah. there anyway. Yeah. Um, even for things like I'd that. set up my running club onto it. So see, even just for putting out notices to your mm-hmm. clubs and things like that yeah. as well, rather right. than trying to do it through bulletins yeah. and that. You can just do it directly directly to the kids, and you don't need to bother with. That's a great way. Yeah, that's a a really good way. That's a great point because everybody thinks about IT about putting out homework or whatever, but getting them to 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 work with your football team or training today's Mm -hmm. cancelled or whatever. It's your way. Easier to communicate. Exactly. Yeah. How many times you try and get on? Can you come meet me at Friday at break time and all that? Like, and never gets read out. You don't really need to do that. It's much better because no, because the kids kids are used to that as well. The online, but no, like that side of it. No, it's good. Yeah, so I so kind of maintaining high quality learning experiences yeah. would be a priority for you then. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think. Well, there's two. You I mean you go out and talk there is that the the dilemma that people have had is saying is well, have we been delivering quality PE? Well, some people say well because they've not been able to get changed and and get in the state of their minds and etc cetera, etc cetera, is, is that as long as they've been coming in and, and the word play comes up quite mm-hmm. a lot, and I think we've got to get them back onto line as yeah, I'm all for the participation, but it's got to be educational and it's got to be structured and and and, and geared towards um, getting kids, for me, is taking part in physical education throughout their life and seeing the value of it. Yeah. So that ha- that rigour has to be brought in mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. I'm not saying that some departments haven't done it. I'm sure you guys will have done that. But, you mean, in certain circumstances, that's all that could be managed in the facilities available or the the geographical situation they find themselves in but i would think is as quickly as they can is is yet yeah, if the rigor's there develop it and get there but getting away from just you I mean some people are 
staff have said is I think it's too much play it's mm -hmm. you know, I mean just getting them out there the one group's away doing lacrosse one's doing this well we can still educate them if they're still doing yeah. that mm -hmm. we can still get them because they've got the motivation there because they want to play exactly again. you know what I mean try to find the yeah. right moments within and that. I think the pandemic has introduced a lot more of the non-traditional games yeah. into you know lacrosse or whatever into it I mean they're only these activities are only vehicles I think through which you get participation. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest: is mm -hmm. that you pick these activities which best suit your staff expertise, and most of all your facilities. I mean that's it. You're, you're limited so to what you've got. What you've got in your timetable and timetable and drives, unfortunately, what you're delivering half mm -hmm. the time. So you've got to be really imaginative with activities and how you maybe bat them or offer choice. But certainly now with the amount of activities that are available, is that there might be. A, a good time in first year to offer a bit of choice mm -hmm. is that you could do maybe if you've got a mountain and outside block is that you maybe do and some people might already do this is that it might do a hockey or a gymnastics and a dance running together so that and the kids and you move your staff and and give the kids a bit of choice mm -hmm. yeah and then that way you can say to them well oh, you chose to do that no and they've opted into it you've opted into and it them that almost like that wee pathway that exactly yeah and then in the specialization or whatever like that but i mean it, there's a lot there and i think a lot of people have had a lot of time to catch their breath a little bit to to maybe be a bit more inventive and, and think i mean there's a lot of good young guys out and women out PE teachers out there i see really really doing a fantastic job when i yeah. go out visiting through the sqa or Edinburgh university there's they're absolutely so talented. It's, yeah. it's mm -hmm. imaginative. And, you know, in the pandemic is, if you look at which teachers probably managed it better, is that we always get thrown a curveball when we come back. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't, we lose a facility exam type. Yeah. Well, we, what do we do? We just, we're, we're, we, no, we manage it. We lose when we flex. Oh, well, oh, you've got an extra 100 kids coming today. What can you, oh, yeah, we'll take them. Or, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty good that way. And I think is that, um, I think it's a good marketplace to, to grow the PE department. Yeah, I think I think we've been really hard done by this year, in terms of you know the yeah, restrictions placed like inside. We can we, we were never inside really the full mm -hmm. year mm -hmm. apart from the tail end. But but what I heard from the from a lot of staff is the kids were absolutely never hardly more than going out. No, they never. Yeah, you know what you mean. That is commit. You mean the kids are out there. There's to show that. <laughs> you mean it. it's. Uh, well, I've been in Glasgow for three days and never had my umbrella down. And so you can imagine, they must be rusty by now down here. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I mean, know. it's brutal down here. And up in the north is, you know, duffel coats, we allow them duffel coats on. Anything north of Aberdeen is sub-zero temperatures at this time of year. But the Arctic, well, not quite, but yeah. But, you know, <laughs> so I think the kids have got to be congratulated on that as well. And, being, and going out and doing that. So it's, and I think that's the relationship that PE departments have. We have that kind of... I'm biased here, but we do have a unique way with the kids and and our subject lens towards, and they kind of they just see it as going out there and getting it there. Yeah, I don't know how the kit issue will go because I, I think that's going to be a struggle this year, definitely. Yeah. Other, I I think that's going to be a bit of resistance yeah. with that. Yeah. Aye, but again, it's just, been I just, think we just need to go in and just from day dot just get the standards hammered back in and try and health and hygiene. Aye, do you want to be sitting to beside somebody? Well, we did it last year. I said, yeah. but you were all like that. You were all, yeah, that was, we, we thank you for that. And I know we didn't like you being in that situation because we didn't think it was yeah. healthy in it, but we appreciate and you. We need, we need you so to do put that. a flip it. Right. How good was that? You, that was tremendous doing that last year. Aye. Can't thank you enough for doing that.
That was fantastic. We, you know, we took our hats off to because we wouldn't like that. Because when we go out and exercise, mm. we like to come in and change. Yeah. So try and flip it and say, make like a positive. Praise them for it. Well, there should be. I mean, who wants I, to go out there and get sitting in mass and the steam's coming out your your joggies? You know, know what I mean? That's I know, it. I know. It's it has been. It's, it's not a problem after but after that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the mass teachers problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, they'll soon manage that. Yeah, yeah. Sure they'll. Oh, they'll be delighted with that. Yeah. Um, so I'm moving on. I saw. I like your point there about the kind of first week get back um, and really hammer the standards again. And I think we do need to be right on it, right for the word go. We've got an opportunity here to 100%. to make sure that we're right at it. If you so, go in sloppy, I think, or if you don't pick up the pace quickly, is that the kids will suss that and, yeah. and and they'll take the lead. Freshly mm-hmm. after the summer. Well, they want to be they want to be guided. Most of them want to be guided. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? And, and, and especially first years. Right. I mean, that's it. Oh, welcome back. I know things are not, but look, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're, cool. yeah, we're cool. this, let's go. Look at all these brilliant all, facilities. All the energy. Yeah, I mean, why talk about the negative? Yeah. We're all, all the news is, yeah, we know it's really, really bad, but let's try and put, yeah. let's, they've heard Aye. bad news all the time. Let's see, spin see, it. See, 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 see the PT over the years in terms of the summer holidays now, it's yeah. almost like six, yeah. seven weeks. Yeah. Do you ever feel like, it's that long to do forget a lot of stuff in terms of like your S4s going into higher but the stuff you teach them before the summer um, they tend to like forget most of the content you go back do you ever feel mm-hmm. that or do you, well or do you probably the way I taught they forgot the next day <laughs> 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 I mean, that's part of no, no. I was always thinking like during yeah. the summer like should there be something that's done online or to def- I'm not trying to like give us extra work here but do you, I'm glad do you ever I wasn't f- Talk about you, boy. <laughs> Summer holidays, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's know. Oh, yeah, there's more homework. Hey, let's check out what we've got on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google Classroom. Oh, no, come, just come in here. Take us off the beach. Oh, well, there, well, we've got another bit of homework here tonight. Give <laughs> yourself. No, no, I was just thinking that, Let's get them out and get the practical up there. Mm-hmm. It's a practical life course. Mm-hmm. Let's get them out there working and uh, developing their football skills, getting to know their group, because they would have come from, we had like something like 70, 80 kids doing not five, so they would have been from different groups, getting them in working and saying, and reinforcing just mm-hmm. because they've been different teachers and different yeah. styles, this is what's expected, and just setting the scene mm-hmm. and then get them in. I mean, you've plenty of time. You mean, the National Five pupils, especially this year, will never have known. Does it take long to get through the portfolio? They'll, 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 they'll have been, they know their stuff. They should know their stuff. Yeah, it mm-hmm. comes back, doesn't it? Like when you just can you start to recap it, all the factors, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it eventually, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you win the kids over? Do you win the kids over by going to the classroom or do you win the kids by doing it through the practice? Getting them out in the practice. Yeah. They we, want to be out there. Mm-hmm. They're used to being out there. Getting them out there, working and that, and, and seeing, especially with the Olympic team. I mean, I mean, I'm even as an old fart sitting there, I'm thinking, God, there's heaps of scenarios coming up here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. You're in the Olympics, the Dutch riders crashed in Rio. Lying outside. Thing, the and exactly. Mm-hmm. The mental side yeah, of things. And, you know, and mm-hmm. all the... It, Kenny, you know... All of a sudden, coming out and maybe throwing a wobbler in there and saying, "Is that his tapering isn't going to be quite right for the Olympics?" And then he goes away and wins the gold. That's right. You yeah. know, so there's lots of lots of things is that you could uh, do it in a massive project as a start. Is right. Who would you choose as being a, an Olympic athlete? 
go away and look at what they do. And their training programmes. And their training programmes, investigate and do a little presentation on what do you admire and what qualities do you admire. And you could do it, you mean, through your mental, emotional, social, and all that. That's what I'm saying. They've been doing that in Google Classroom a couple of weeks ago when they were watching it. They'll have been with. They'll have had you close to your heart. I think we're going to take a dip. I bet he's after the teacher. I bet he's doing his homework. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get. We're going back to Google Classroom. Let's pretend it's really interesting. (laughs) There you go. So we we opt in task over the summer, picking Olympic athlete and (laughs) posting it for my inspiration. So oh, I wasn't on a uh, good classroom with Ibiza, don't worry about that. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so kind of talking about the Olympics then, yeah. I know it's been over, on, on, on over the, the past few weeks, it's finished obviously at the weekend there. Uh, it was really exciting to watch, did you, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I'm a bit, uh, this is a, uh, it was quite funny not waking up at two o'clock in the night and switching on and watching mm. the live. I, I mean, I really love the cycling, you know, the velodrome and that. Um, there was only a couple of things I didn't enjoy about the karate. I just didn't get quite the non-contact karate when you you do moves against I've this seen. futuristic person and out there. You I mean I, how do you judge that? But I did really enjoy it. Um, obviously the hockey. Um, I watched a lot of the games and and had a look at that. And I did uh, I did love the athletics. And uh, obviously disappointing. It's always the athletics. The ones that are going to do well yeah. bomb it, don't yeah. they? Pressure. What uh, about the guy in the, the marathon as well? That knocked over all the water bottles. Did you see that? that? I didn't see that. No, no. I, so it was in, I, Kipchoge was running, so there was like three, three in front of them. Yeah. And they picked up the water bottle fine. Yeah. And this boy went like that and swiped about 20 water bottles and picked up the last one. So nobody else could take There was a big backlash on Twitter about it, was saying it? like it was a, a dog move, yeah. it was disgusting and all that. And then. Um, that people were, were sympathising with him, saying, well, he's running at like three minutes per kilometre. There's people in between him, but everyone else managed to pick it up fine. Yeah, the thing is, so it's just... Obviously not part of the really team, Exactly, I hope you're listening. Yeah, no, I think he definitely did mean it. Oh, I, what, I mean, to get there, not down nine, so. Not down nine and got the one. The last ten one, seconds so. in the road, there was another table with more water on it, so I don't know. And so they took their own, because they've all got their own bottles. No, it was literally, it was just like bottles like was that. that? Yeah, was that? Yeah, because got their own. Like the electrolytes and yeah, all that, that and I think it, yeah. it was actually just uh, bottles of water. Just the water station. Because there was more to them. Jeez, that's amazing, isn't it? No, but no, the Olympics I thought were really good in the standard. I mean, there's pressure on getting medals, you know what I mean? And both are so started, GB, didn't they? Yeah, it just depends on the programme, though. I mean, like, it just depends on when they have the events and... If they're the cycling week one or week two, or the the rowing, obviously they're going to get they get somewhere over twenty four million pounds of a budget, so they're going to they've lost a coach, is it Grobler or Gobler or whatever? Mm. The really good coach, he left halfway through the program, so they're really struggling for struggling that. with that. And uh, I just a think young, it, a young a lot of young success this year as well. One, yeah, I think the that? pandemic has allowed people to come mm. out of nowhere. Aye. You know what I mean like you, they haven't had competition for two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they had a little bit of the Diamond League and people won't be showing their hand at that. And uh, all of a sudden, they've come out and said, wow. You I mean, well, look what they, they did, the Archibald and Kenny did. They trained against the under-23 cycling team and they replicated the race mm-hmm. and they absolutely burst. Mild, you mean, to win like that was an amazing feat. You I mean, but no, I think it's... Uh, Unfortunately, you don't know about. I mean, Britain were top of the fourth place table. We had more fourth places than anybody, mm-hmm. which must be. 
Four, what, five years of your life? Yeah. And you're judged on, you mean, politicians coming out and saying, oh, well, or people coming out and saying bronze and so I mean, if you, if your son or daughter had that in the Olympics, you're top three mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. And even, you mean, even to, to go to the Olympics. Yeah. What an experience! Oh, amazing! Oh, unbelievable! You've been there. I've not been. The, I've been the Olympic qualifier with the the hockey, but I've uh, Commonwealth, Commonwealth Games. Games. It's the closest, and it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, I I never represented Scotland at full squad. I managed to play at junior level, uh, but and it was tremendous to do that. But to coach it, mm. you know, to go to Delhi and to go to World Cup qualifiers and Chile and things like that. It's, you it, I mean, it, you don't realise at the time how good it is yeah. and what is that because you're so engrossed in what you're doing and, and involved in it it's just another pitch it's another hotel mm-hmm. or another yeah. you're just completely flat out intense like oh that. yeah you mean like some of the you'll be analysing opposition going away and watching opposition play yeah. and you're on you're there because the hockey goes for the full you don't you only get the last day off when right. there's no but um, certainly to work with athletes like that you mean you don't I don't think you realise how lucky you are till you stop doing it. Must be a great feeling being, mm. being over them and part, part of the journey. You mean it's always they... looking back on these things. It's, oh, like, wow, it's, it's amazing. You mean I, I met up with the uh, Alistair McGregor who played at Beijing and I coached him from when he was fourteen at Ellen, right the way through till mm. the GB stuff, and he went to Beijing and voted number one in the world. You know, so to you, be part of that journey. Yeah, is, that's incredible. So, yeah. what, so what position was he? He was the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper yeah. coach. So he he only get one in the Olympics. You only get one. There's only one goalkeeper they take. Right. So you mean to? Why is that? Uh, the only, the only, well, this year they allowed eighteen because the pandemic. But only at the Olympics, only like Europeans and all that, they're allowed a squad of eighteen on the bench, mm-hmm. and they usually take two goalkeepers. But if you're only taking sixteen, do you take fourteen outfield players? So what would happen if you got injured? Though? Well, what you usually you train up. So you just one have to one in standby. Usually oh, yeah. somebody for Glasgow. We had Holly Cam, she was a fantastic footballer. Right. So she used to put the pads mm-hmm. on every right. again and, and right. train. But Alistair was, I mean, so dedicated. He in the end moved to Loughborough to to to, to achieve his dream. But you I mean to play there and then get voted number one in the world as the best goalkeeper in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, you know, it's only mm-hmm. one there's only one place at being a goalie. Yeah. You know, I mean you could, if you're a good Full back, you can sometimes move into midfield or midfield. You can be right, can utility or whatever. But if you're the goalkeeper, no, it's an amazing. You I mean, and he's now he's gone full cycle. He's now coaching the young English goalkeepers and the GB goalkeepers oh, good, in good. England. Yeah, brilliant. No, but it, it it is there. I think is it's a unique time. Is it going back to the previous question? Is it because of the Olympics? Hopefully, some of the kids. You'd be surprised at how many. Don't watch it. Ah, you know. No, there is. I, 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 I went back and said, who saw Hoy? It was the time when I said, who? No, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know them. They don't. It's maybe only if like, their parents and that have got it on all the time. Yeah, and, but, yeah, and it talk and about it. Yeah. yeah. But if it was if it was a footballer. I don't know everything about it. And that's where, I think, I mean, if the press really got their act together and, and boosted the minority sports and moved, who cares about Messi going away for 40 million? Mm. It, it, people say it sells papers. No, it does to sell papers. Let's get let's people buy papers to read about achievements mm-hmm. and to be interested in it. So go away and get uh, things like cycling and, and judo and taekwondo yeah. and get articles in it. I'm not saying it, 
every day. But you I mean it, it's coming to stage now is is that it's all if you don't play football you don't get mentioned. Mm. So you probably mean takes exposure for these other sports. Well, yeah, and and, and it's because that's that, where the money is, so isn't it really? Yeah, unfortunately, I, I mean know, even I, I mean who hundred million for a player. It's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely. Crazy. Barcelona running at a deficit of one point one billion pounds. Mm. That's all Messi's wages, isn't it? Over, <laughs> That's over it. Years. Yeah. No, it's because they sold it. I think part of the problem is because they sold Neymar for yeah. how much two hundred million or something. Yeah. Then they bought in like Coutinho and they bought in other yeah. players like Griezmann that, and, and all these guys. Like that yeah. Dembele guy, and then yeah. that was more than what. But to Neymar run up one point one billion, you mean how are they allowed to compete? I just know. Why yeah. are they allowed to compete? I don't know. But the government, obviously, the Catalan government, backs them to the help. Apparently, the president of Barcelona wasn't even like a footballing guy. Has no, no clue about football. Has no just clue a businessman. Yeah. 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 yeah, He he won't be one point one billion in uh, debt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. What? Um, so, seeing in your like time teaching, like obviously you've got the main kind of, the kind of more popular sports like football, yeah. hockey, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see anybody, any of your pupils, going and do sports such as diving or? Successful in other kind of more kind of non-traditional sports. Uh, yeah, like judo. We had uh, uh, Morgan McDonald. He went on and did the judo and went to the uh, down to college in Edinburgh and and uh, went through that way. And like like the hockey, we had Nikki Kid who went on to do well. She played Great Britain and, and over a hundred cats for Scotland. She came through the our, well as a pupil there. And well, girls football at the time was a minority sport with Kim yeah. Little as well. Mm-hmm. That all have done really, really well. So um, we were traditionally when I arrived at football school, and then the hockey. I mean, because of the facilities. I mean, we had some gymnasts and some, you know, dancers and whatever. But you I mean certainly, I would say, you I mean like the school I go to on a Thursday to help out. Still up in Banff, they have got a tremendous tradition with Scottish country dance. They've got world champions and all mm-hmm. that. Up there, they've got really good surfers because they've got the coast. They've got the coast so nearby yeah. and all that. So it depends on very much in Scotland what's what's available staff wise, expertise yeah. wise. I mean, they've got now ten members of the PE department. It's really the head teacher Alan Horby's really invested heavily in in the PE department to to fulfil the dream of. He's a great believer in mental health and developing mm-hmm. you know strong minds and healthy bodies and that. So they've got. For a, I guess about eight hundred kids in the school, nearly ten peach staff. So and great facilities, and they're looking now to go out and develop the outdoor side of the likes of canoeing and mountain biking, yeah. and, and you know, and get that onto the correct one. Outdoor learning's huge, but oh, massive, yeah. The pandemic's like completely accelerated, like people going out and spending time in the outdoors. Like even when mm. I was away up north and that over the, the summer there, like mm. the place was just mobbed. Yeah. Even getting in and buying... How many holidays you been on? I know. How many holidays you been on? I know. He's doing his community service. There's nobody he's working on over the summer. He likes his holidays too much. I was there cutting the grass and that. No, but that's what I was saying. Like even when you go and try and buy like outdoor equipment, like kayaks, paddle boards, all that sort of stuff, everything's sold out in shops. Yeah. Uh-huh. Decathlon online, yeah. you're waiting weeks to get things yeah. because yeah. it's a positive, isn't it? Yeah, but I think that's what I was saying. It's almost yeah. like it's not a positive you're looking for one, it's sold out. But golf's massive, you can't buy any second hand stuff in, online or anything like that now. Right. It, so, golf clubs have been revived. You know what I mean? Like a lot of golf courses are, were really close to. I've gone through, people are all taking Of course, I keep buying them and breaking them because I get that angry. <laughs> 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 uh, I saw. In terms of the Olympics, then, how can we can I use this to motivate our learners? Then, what, what do you think we well, could do? I mean, with... you, we've talked about it earlier. I mean, with your certificate of classes, for sure, is that 
you've got so many pieces of footage on YouTube, etc., etc., on BBC Sport, and you can do all the mental factors, and, and I mean everybody, so you can promote that through there. Is I think about participation is is trying to get activities, as many extracurricular activities, and and and, and possibly going round your staff because in the school is is that I would guarantee there might be two or three staff that take part in activities like might be going to the hills or surfing yeah. as a PT because up there at Banff I didn't know she surfed so, and they're going and the head of it do you surf? yeah yeah what so you had PE department? yeah so oh, you, so you can, can get staff outside the PE department absolutely as well, and going <clears> in there and getting <throat> an interest and, and, and making that link so going away and doing that and, and just even if you get two or three kids going right. away and building up maybe the Duke of Edinburgh system could do that but the Olympics going back to the Olympics it's, it's just getting there is that There'll be traditional side of things in sports is maybe going away th- with, if you can ever find them, sorry, that's terrible, that's the school's coordinator. If you've got a good one, they're really good. Mm-hmm. But if you can if you can work with them and say, right, let's target some of the minority sports in the Olympics. Yeah, so is there know. somebody in the community that does taekwondo or boxing or whatever? Mm-hmm. Let's go away or maybe put out the kids, first year kids and say, right, kids, we're doing this. This is your great, unique chance. What activities? We'll try and do it. We can't promise. Here's a list of all activities that we can possibly get a coach in to do after school club mm. and vote for it and who would turn up and come in and, or even sample a sport day. You know, who'd like to do that? And there's, mm. there's bound to be clubs who, in the area, who will be wanting to springboard off the Olympics. Yeah. Like your tennis clubs or your golf clubs or whatever I definitely is, and, and, I think that's what school is good for is like the kind of bridge a gap between the school and the well, community well they've got the, the time clubs. they've got the time they to bring, go out and do that yeah. they can bring coaches in as well if they've done 100% the, the yeah. and, and just getting them so getting that and, and maybe getting the, your first and target a group with your first and your second years or your or your fourth years who are maybe looking at well you know your groups and you know your your age groups so going in there targeting that and, and, and saying right who would like to try that and who would like what about uh, what about skateboarding park? Go down to there and see who hangs out there. Oh, uh, I mean, you I, don't know. You don't know you're they're there until you actually yeah. you're out. Do uh-huh. you when you're out having a so walk or whatever? Like some of the the skateboarders, like I think, and the the women's anyway, and like the street skating, it was like a thirteen year old or a fourteen year old, but yeah, thirteen year old Japanese girl that won it, and mm-hmm. then it was uh, the, the Brazilian right. girl that came second was thirteen as well. Yeah. Like, think how young and inspiring that is for. For young your people, uh-huh. get the post up there. Do you want to be? Can you be this? Can yeah. you be the next? Can yeah, you be the next one? Yes, that was the first year that the skating was in it, and then the young Welsh, she Welsh, the Taylor or something like that. I might be getting this wrong, but she won the or came second in the. I think she actually got bronze. Skateboarding, skateboarding. Yeah, in the park. So you get the street skate and then you yeah. get the park skate. Uh, yeah. And she's just absolutely sending up these yeah. like twelve foot ramps, and right. it's, it's insane. It's and the mountain biking, right. and you mean, and, and the the BMX. I mean, the BMX was always good. I love watching that. BMX and the racing was amazing. Oh, was another so British good. girl that won the BMX? Yeah, she won. Um, well, they got golden. Well, she wasn't even funded. She had to do that crowdfunding thing. She, Siva was it? Siva or something? I think her name was, and she. Well, there's it. Forgotten already. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> sure. you know what I mean? Gold medalist for the women and uh, silver for the men. Mm-hmm. And they were fantastic, you know what I mean? Brilliant. And so, you mean, so just going back and getting that and making contact with the active schools, they must be desperate to, this is a, it only happens every four or five years, where, you, you know, the, the road to Paris, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. let's go there. Who can, you mean, what, what sports can you get in? Mm-hmm. What sports could you get in your area that would be new to them? Mm-hmm. You know? That's, that's it. it. You've got a skate park right next to Atlanta. It's a great know. skate park there. Why not? And how many of your kids there. actually do that? Probably not that many. No? But no, I bet there's a lot, a lot of kids do in their scooters. Yeah. Right. yeah, or sitting in the weekend. Aye. I mean, look at all the skills, balance, coordination, timing. I mean, Aye, but resilient. Like, think of me, like falling, hurting yourself, going down a ramp, my skateboard. It's agony, and then <laughs> having to get back up and doing that again. And it's yeah. just there's so much that can be, yeah, can be learned from it. The the bad thing about, I mean, I I, I love the football and all that, but it's probably I've kind of fallen out of love. But if I could mm. get rid of my Sky Sports and. No miss my golf in the minority sports, I would do it because I'm fed up of these overpaid guys saying, oh, I'm training, I'm tired, I'm getting three weeks off. I mean, some of the hockey players played two international matches in 40 degrees, one after the other, mm-hmm. and they're amateurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you look at the Indian women and the skill level they produced in the hockey, miles ahead of footballers. It's a mind- Fitter. It's a mindset of the footballers, I think. You know, they can do three games in a week and oh, mm-hmm. we, we need a massive squad. Aye. I mean, you need to dry your eyes and get on with it a wee bit. Well, get I mean, paid well enough. You get paid really, really well. You know I mean, and and I think it's I think there's got to be. I like the American style of it is that you can maybe have one or two that can get paid a little bit more, but there's a ceiling <coughs> on their wages. It's capped. It's capped. Well, that and, and, then that, and that would be. And then it becomes down to the player's ability rather than just. The, I mean, there's Chelsea and all these guys got all their youth programs, and and they've got they get very little chance of playing. Yeah, you know? and know. Rangers. You've been looking at Rangers, fantastic Murray Park or what is it called now? Murray Park. Is it no, Murray Park uh, now? Is it Oakenhead? Oakenhead. Humber Park or whatever. Oakenhead. That's where it used to be beside uh, Western Hockey. <coughs> David Murray left. They changed it, didn't they? Oh, yeah, that's actually. right. Aye, and when they went bust or whatever, did they go bust? No, no, I don't think there was a tax bill. I think there was. But certainly, I would say that going to and getting them involved and just get this, try and get football. How brave would it be not teach? Football in our curriculum, mm-hmm. but then again, like in, but then again, like in my community, it's, a, it's got a massive like soccer academy as well that links mm-hmm. into it. We've got a school of football that we run through mm-hmm. the SFA, and the kids come and trial for it, and they love it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I don't think I would take that away from the ones that actually, the ones that actually do love it. But but that's true. What's yeah. I, that's, I think the challenge is like if you've got pupils that are. Like you say, like high end in sports like judo, karate, or maybe even like sports like skateboarding. That how do you then support them if you don't have maybe that yeah. expertise in the department? Or what's your kind of thoughts on that? I think you've got. I mean, through your active schools program, is that you've got to celebrate their success, get yeah. pictures up in the wall. Aye, that's and, massive, isn't it? Oh, that's I think. It, what you mean, like going round and seeing? You I mean you talk about the boxers? That'll make them feel amazing as well. Like oh yeah, well, mean, like, there's a guy that he says, "I'm no bother about my bronze medal. It's great having." The guy that was uh, the captain of the boxing team, I just want my photograph up on the wall in Sheffield Aye. at the Centre of Excellence. Aye. I want, I want to be, I'm a medal winner. I'm get that will be that my. Mean, that means more to him than. That's what his goal. I want because that's when I came in. I looked up to them. Mm-hmm. Now you feel recognised. I want it to be so. Then there is the kids. If you can set up these other kids, whether it's a Scottish country dancer or a dancer, they yeah. celebrate these mm-hmm. the success of there because. Yeah, the football team could be 5-0, but we played really well. Well, that's great, but let's get up all these 
because a lot of these kids are doing well we they i didn't know this guy did surfing mm-hmm. and and he's in the scottish squad i know it's crazy i didn't know that Roy mcdonald was away doing judo until he came in with his fingers taped up one morning i said what are you doing i was away fighting the judo i says how do you go oh i won the gold medal and i'm going why are you not telling me Hello. and you feel Aye, they keep it almost hidden from you. Yeah, and, and it's as if the, it shouldn't be celebrated. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, these kids are really dedicated. Mm-hmm. You like your swimmers, you mean it's traditional. So look what they do to you get. I mean, Scottish Five swimmer. in the morning, they're up early, aren't they? <sighs> Some of the, a girl in my school was up five in the morning swimming and coming into school, like four days a week. I mean, you, you never know they're doing it until yeah. one day they just tell you they've been doing it for three years. It's like, it's because, like, and I, if you don't have that, ethos of celebrating success then they're not going to tell yeah. you but they'll yeah. come forward once they we recognise academic success mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I'm thinking well no this kid that's got up and done this musical is, I'm a great believer in music as well because it's got a lot of discipline celebrate all these people can play wonderful oh beautiful to watch yeah. yeah I mean your dancers I mean some of the dancers at Banff are fantastic way above you know like some of the boys are trailing at Aberdeen they're far more skillful far more dedicated mm-hmm. Than these guys. Yeah, to see her dancing on a Saturday night. Ah, oh. fair, no pony. Se- se- second to none, Murray. Ah, fair, that. Don't go up there, Dave. After, after another beer, it's like good in house. It's a fine line. Remember, my kids are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say just what you're saying. I mean, if you put photos up of um, them, you know, being successful outside school, it actually sees the other, the other kids get to see that and are more inspired rather than, rather than seeing like Messi up in the board or yeah. like. Duncan Scott, the swimmer, like I think they can relate more to their peers. Aye, they're So I just edit that pause a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think that they that they're actually inspired more by that rather than seeing like what model. If you have if you have these kids up there and they come back into school later on, mm-hmm. they go to the PE department and see them up there or in the corridors, then they get a sense of achievement as yeah, well it. so it's a full cycle in that sense and, and a lot of them will say oh my dad was at school with him or mm-hmm. my mum played football or played hockey or played whatever and just getting them up on the board is, and keeping them up there and recognising if one of your kids got a Scottish international get a role of honour because mm-hmm. it's what you what you mean all the the journey that you take to go there builds you mean the discipline of getting and training Taking success and defeat, uh, managing their more everything in life. life the skills, life skill yeah. makes them far more resilient. Hundred percent. That's it. And so, can I stay on the topic of the, the Olympics and that? Then, Murray, um, you were saying that you coached the the GB team at the, the Olympic qualifiers and then the Scotland team to the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. The well, the, the people will be cringing a wee bit. The GB hockey I was more involved in with Alistair McGregor, the goalie. Right. Okay. So uh, that was a journey I went for. Beijing went for seven months to London every most weeks to to do one one coaching miles and work with the GB team mm. there. Um, so the Commonwealth Games, you mean, it was it was difficult at times because I was still teaching as well. Mm. So you mean I had the my department were really good and they got cover in on occasions when I was away. I'd be away for maybe two weeks. Were you PT then? Yeah, I was PT uh, then. So, so I was, was it like a camp or something? Yeah, we would go to a qualifier or, you mean, like for the Commonwealth Games and the lead up to there, I'd be away like twice a week. I would leave school at 3.30 and drive to Stirling mm. and coach with the squad and come back up the road to Aberdeen and then 
teach the next day, then go back down the Thursday, and then go back down Saturday, Sunday. So it was it was pretty full on, but there are you know I mean to work with you I mean I still keep in contact with a lot because I mean, we I was still I was also doing the Grampton Institute of Sport lead coach there for the hockey, so I was developing all the Aberdeen players and working with the goalkeepers and running their program. So the, it was really good for my teaching because I could a lot of the drills and a lot of the right. anecdotal stuff I could introduce to the kids and the yeah. kids loved oh how did you get on Mr. Cotton what were you doing this where were you and they really engaged in that and mm-hmm. and it was they really liked the fact that I was away working with them and, and could bring back that and mm-hmm. sometimes I'd bring up athletes to work with them and nice. so it was it was really good but it, it refreshed me as a teacher as well because I would say you guys is it, it is a it's it's a really strict I don't like the word stressful. It's demanding. That's right. what I would say. You're really tense. You're on the stage twenty four seven. Is can't like it's not letting your guard down, but you're you're there and you want to deliver the same lesson as you did previous to that. And the kids demand that of you. Mm-hmm. Is it? And you've got to want to right. do it. And 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 mixing that, it kind of kept me fresh. You mean? But to see all these people progressing, you know, from working on at school, you're giving them a broad general education. Yeah. And then you'd be working for weeks on stick size save with a pellet corner, so you would have the ball machine set up and just getting the goalkeeper to work on the technique mm-hmm. because the Dutch had picked up that he was really weak at that side. Oh, right. So he lost three goals in the previous international because they had worked out that they just yeah, pump it there. So that then you had to go back to the drawing board, work on that and build it. So it was really detailed stuff. Mm-hmm. And, technical. Uh, yeah, really technical. and. Uh, uh, and also try to stay ahead of the game, you mm-hmm. know, like reading about it and uh, and trying to get the, the biomechanic stuff and to see how he's most economical and moving across the goal and 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 looking at you know. That's so in depth, isn't it? Uh, it well, I mean, well, <clears throat> there's Southampton for their goalkeepers. They've got sensory pads in the goal mouth, right. so they can detect where the goalkeeper when they're going to set to save a shot, where their weight is, because right. a lot of the goalkeepers will go out and set really wide and it's the first thing you do is step and go wide and then uh, the ball to the legs. through the legs is this a football team football team and in, in hockey is it is that's incredible that, yeah so if you used to you know like we used to in preparation you know like they talk about all the goalkeepers having their book for where the penalties are going mm-hmm. well I sat for a week down in England at, uh, to look at where all the forwards that GB would play in Beijing came into the circle where they shot yeah. where they shot low, high or whatever and made up a profile book for the goalkeeper so that Alistair would know if it's coming in like that, this is where they go mm-hmm. and then looked at other goalkeepers and said, well, where's Vogels who was the number one goalkeeper in the world from Holland he lost, any goals that he lost was through his legs at corners so you knew that if you're coming into the D and you're Quite shooting straight. against it, hit straight up So see like in terms of would you give the goalkeeper like you said you made that book up would yeah. you give him that and then he would go well you would speak to him and then they would go away you, they would so. they like Alistair would do that himself you know right. so, yeah, so and, and that him. statistics would be available mm-hmm. to them right so you would take clips and show them clips of so if this person's on the ball and yeah, you know, you, you they'll know, get a rough idea a lot of information for them isn't it it's but, a lot of information right. you know what I mean but you I mean certainly more at court penalty corners right. that they know that certain way that they would set up you know with a double castle at the top or if certainly they have to watch who's moving round or yeah. if they're going to switch it and, yeah. and obviously coming in the back door the injector would come in and the back door to look for a deflection he's got to kind of pick all that 
It's almost a lot of preparation goes into it. It's massive And then train as well. I think we're trying to like, figure that out in real time as well, like how fast-paced it is. And well, I've all been going about 80 miles an hour. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. yeah. At least. Wouldn't you like to be on the other side of that? Uh, I think, it's, I think it's just fascinating how they control like, the whole, like they flick it up and then control it down yeah, and all that. It's yeah. just like and being able to so, aerial the ball, so talented, yeah, Real, amazing skills. Uh, would, you say, would you say there's more chance in terms of the penalty corner? That's obviously a high chance of scoring a goal. Would, would you say it's more than a penalty in football? Uh, no, I think you've got more than a penalty because you've only got you mean uh, like them now. They can block it, can't they? You've got the defenders now working trying to pick up. The post, you've got four there and the postman has to cover there or does he come out and try and block right. the shot mm. and you got your I mean would you run out with a guy flicking at you or a woman flicking at you at 70 mil and not and they've got the knee pads and the face mask okay. no I'd be heading halfway lane but <laughs> 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 I did I'm by the way yeah. so see, see when you were at the comp where was the comp it was in Delhi, Delhi. Yeah. so this was obviously it's like a couple of weeks so yeah. what was it like trying to keep the players and stuff like focused on everything. Yeah. Was there any times where you had to be like, like, listen, we've got a game here or did they ever get carried away with any other aspects? They were really professional. You mean yeah. like, because we would go away to other tournaments, you try to simulate tournaments is that you would train at, say you were playing at nine o'clock in the morning, mm. you, would, <clears throat> you would have to be up at six, have their breakfast, mm get the pitch warm up so you, you would kind of simulate all the right. there is that some days we would uh, deliberately leave a bit late so as if we'd been caught in a road accident or something right. like that so right. that we arrive late so they knew that Feel we had a warm pressure. up right. for the preparation so you tried to get all that they were really good like when we stayed in the village is that we shared the tower uh, with Ailey Ch- all the athletes were in there and the summers are above it so there was the Scotland Tower so there was a big we arrived four or five days earlier to get used to it in, yeah. in the in the weather and all that. And half the village was still not complete. But it got there in the end. But, I mean, just getting them there is that a lot of these, the women's team had over 70 caps. And mm-hmm. so they they knew the story. They were and, so professional. Yeah. They ate really, really well. They they went and rested. Mm-hmm. They debriefed. They, they were, I mean, the, the level of their preparation was... Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you were able to kind of see that from because you were in the same. Oh yeah. Well, you mean they were the same. You mean they? Well, it's, they get it in a sense. This team bond is that if one goes, it lets the whole team down. Yeah. So they were. They all got on really, really well. There was all. There were sixteen people there. With the same common purpose was to play for Scotland and to do as well as they could at the Commonwealth Games. Mm. I mean, you I mean why would you do it? If you were training, these people were working as physios, working as teachers, lawyers. Why would you sacrifice that just to, to do daft things? Mm-hmm. Really, you mean total alcohol ban for nine months leading up to the tournament? Not that they were, but you mean they knew how to party after the, they had a mm-hmm. couple of drinks afterwards yeah. or two. But that was that was it. Is that they focus, were all focus. they were all. Mm-hmm. in it together mm-hmm. because that's what my thinking was there'd be more to it than just the kind of coaching side of it like yeah. the other things that you need to manage oh yeah they've got you mean like they get <clears throat> the sports psychs involved yeah they, she goes away well uh, used to go away with us regularly on the trip so they had that and they also had their own like mm-hmm. own management team of four or five players right if there was anything that wasn't working they would come back to us and have a meeting with us weekly and training mm-hmm. they've all got their own individualised training programme I used to go out and do stuff on the pitch during training camps, like 
on their heading or their uh, technical stuff yeah. and do the work with the goalkeepers and and it was it was it, you, you were a, it was like a big family that uh-huh. you were together in it and and that was it with a common goal and and they worked so hard mm. and really dedicated. So did they go on? In, in Beijing? They did. Uh, well, Beijing, I think they got uh, didn't get the men didn't get the group there, but. Um, it's so tough. I mean, like the women, I think we finished sixth at the common games. and But you look at the Commonwealth Games, is it's really, really hard because you've got uh, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. You know, okay, you don't have the Dutch and the Germans, mm-hmm. but you still got India. The men have got Pakistan. You've got, I mean, a lot of the big hitters, yeah. you know what I mean, are playing the hockey. Mm-hmm. So it, it is tough. England, Commonwealth Games, really, really strong. Mm-hmm. They're heavily funded. Yeah. I mean, the funding, I mean, we do... Funding's pretty good from the lottery, but it's still not enough. All the English players are full time. It's such a difference. Oh, massive the, difference! The if you're not having to so work, are they, on, are they on decent salaries in the English players? No, they'll get no, they'll get a uh, like um, they grade it depending on how many Olympics you've done or your experience. They'll grade mm-hmm. it level one, two, mm-hmm. or three. Like you know, some, some of those players, like the Mayo English team, will they have? Will they be a, just have enough just as a hockey player, or will they always have like a side job? Well. Yeah, some well, some of them will after they retire will go into business. A lot of them will mm-hmm. get jobs in, yeah. in because people like to have a lot, especially after the gold medal. Mm-hmm. You know, for the women winning it in Rio, they'll sky's the limit. You know what I mean for that, and you know what I mean like in the Institute of Sport, they've got a, a, like a careers pathway person who will always look after them and, and try and get them part time jobs or get them employment you might go and say to them look I'm thinking of retiring at the end of the year I'm looking there as if you have any contacts I'll mm-hmm. have a bank of employees mm-hmm. that's it because it's the same as footballers as well you yeah. don't have a certain amount of time that's to it. be an athlete yeah. you know it's limited isn't it well athlete in inverted commas <laughs> Pop star. That's it. That's it. And imagine how inspiring it would be if the football players just after they retired just became PE teachers. <laughs> how good that would get the a lot of the kids uh-huh. get them working hard on it. Inspire them. Or, so. like, or athletes, I, I think aye. it would, I Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's ever happened. Probably has I. I well, yeah, Bobby, like, you won't remember Bobby Clark. He was the Aberdeen goalkeeper, Scotland goalkeeper way back in when I was a boy. And my first teaching job was with Bobby Clark. Oh, that's Academy. Right. He was a mate. Uh, and we had Davy Robertson, he used to play for Rangers. Oh, Davy Robertson, uh, left yeah, back. Yeah, left back. And he was a winger at the school. So mm-hmm. he, like, if Bobby, your school? Yeah, it, well, it was at Harlow Academy, my first teaching. Program. Right, okay. So when Bobby Clark spoke, it was. I know, so you can get that <laughs> yeah. respect. I know, that's, yeah. it, that's it. You've been yeah. there, done it. You know. But it is quite sad, isn't it, that right. you've got to be a professional footballer to hold any. Sort of credibility. Credibility in society. <laughs> you know. Among the non-educated. You know. It's just yeah. the way it's going though with social media now. That's all you're That's, about That's what it's like seeing when they sign a new player. I'm, I'm almost cringing at like Man U and Man City when they sign these players. Like They do like these big like these videos on marketing and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just... It's all about like, selling shirts, isn't it? What was the one, yeah. the, yeah. the Scottish boy that went to... Was it Bologna? <laughs> they did it. It was like the Loch Ness Monster and all that. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, I Henderson. Uh, the Hibs? No, Liam, Liam, uh, Liam Hickey. Hickey. Is it Hickey? Hickey, oh, yeah. Hickey. Um, Hickey, yeah, aye. Hickey. And from Hearts. And then uh, there was another one, the boy went to, was it Galt or something like that? Went to... Um, Lisbon? No, no, he went to Toronto. Oh, 
Vancouver Whitecaps or something. Oh, real household name, eh? It was like a, I know, but it was like a guy was sitting at the yeah. front of the stadium playing the bagpipes and all that. What is that? No, some of them are just ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I know that was good to hear your, your kind of thoughts and experience on that and um, working with the, the athletes at the Commonwealth. It's, a pri- it's an honour to do it. You mean, it must be I feel really privileged to have got the opportunity. I mean, looks even sitting back, you know, and looking at it and thinking... God, I'm so lucky. Aye. Even watch, sitting watching the Olympics and then just thinking back to it. Yeah, like, oh, just yeah, just yeah. And the comic games and saying that you're behind the scenes. The one of the highlights was going to Olympic, yeah, the Commonwealth Games. I watched it. it was tremendous. Mm-hmm. Just money can't buy it. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's really good memories. Good. Yeah. Right, well then, moving back onto the you know, school side of things, and we're going to look at the, the role of exams. So over the past few months, that's kind of come under scrutiny in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Just looking to get your thoughts on it yeah. and the kind of new proposals mm-hmm. um, and when do you think yeah. the exams should return yeah. to normal or yeah. do you think they should? Um, the well, first thing I'd like to say is that I really do feel sorry for some a lot of the SQA staff because they're under directive. This is my only personal view. This is not an SQA or an Edinburgh mm-hmm. University point of view. This is my own point of view. Because I've worked with a lot of talented uh, people at the SQA and they are really knowledgeable and have worked, and their hands have been tied up a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Is is that it's been an unfortunate circumstance, and how this, how it's all worked out, it's not been great. But they didn't do it deliberately. It's not yeah. been. They haven't gone out to mm-hmm. other kids. No, definitely. I mean, I've worked with Linda McLean, who, as you know, is a really talented person and a lovely person, and she would never knowingly. Do anything that would be. There's de- been such a crazy set of circumstances. Hasn't oh, there, it, like yeah. it's the first thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, I would have said that maybe the communication could have been slightly better to the schools and and letting them know what's going on. But everything, like that, all yeah. the goalposts were changing all the time and everything like that. And I do feel for the staff in doing it, but a lot of the staff cope with it because they were they they'd obviously gone through a really good system before a rigorous assessment system. Is that and they knew what they were doing is that they got there in the end and 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 they were not knowingly and I think the lessons that we're going to learn is that uh, that they've got a new person at Education Scotland T J Johnson who's a really 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 nice person really hard worker and she's worked for the SQA so it's going to bring Education Scotland and the SQA closer together mm-hmm. I think so because as you know with the benchmarks. How do they relate into your nap nap oh, four nap five? Yeah. You mean there's a gap there. We were talking there's about there's a massive. You mean with the assessment tools and the the language that they use. So hopefully, it's almost as if they don't talk. Well, they uh, didn't. Well, I don't. Well, I, I think some of the you know could possibly come, but I think you're correct. Because some of the because some of the yeah the benchmarks and then the factors. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if. They don't really like some of them do, but then there's different ones yeah. in terms of. It could be the exact same. It could be just make it the same. Level consistent. of attainment. I mean, some of these guys. I mean, drop shots, drop volleys, and short tennis. I mean, you're talking about Andy Murray at level four. It's. You mean you think? Well, so I think it's. Uh, I think putting a positive slant on it, which we have to do, mm. is Andy that it, hopefully we will go into a new era of where the two really speak closely and that we get a curriculum that flows all the way through yeah. and the kids also should whether it's a certificate or whether it's well, what do we do with all that information at the end of third year 
going to, I feel like it's just going to vary. Like so, there's just going to be so many variables. Oh, I mean, a kid works for three years to go to the levels, and then it, it just what disappears. Do you do, right? And then you start your national five. National five. Well, well, what's and people argue, okay, all the prior learning, all the building blocks will go towards it, but you've got to have a continual flow. So hopefully we can see that and. Um, I don't think the SQA is going to go away for the next two or three years because they need something in place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great expertise there of setting whether it's going to, is it going to go exams, guys? No, but I think, I think there's going to be a, an announcement in August, isn't it? Is it? I'll come back to. Yeah, so it'd be really good to be knowing before you what's start happening? the course. I know. I, what's I would, as a PE teacher, I would like to know now. Yeah. Why can't that decision be made now? I know. Well, I think I'll, I've already started teaching my national course just before yeah. we finished up and we yeah. changed time yes, table, so it might not change until the following year. As um, PE teachers, we don't like uncertainty, do we? No. Mm-hmm. We're not good in that. We like to know the boundaries. We like to know I, where we're going. Work with now. Yeah, we're pretty honest, very honest people in the sense of when it comes to assessing, but you, and, and we're really pupil-driven. Uh-huh. So we don't like... The last thing, you, if I was to ask you to, what do you want to do? I don't want to let the kids do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be teaching the wrong content. I don't want to be teaching the wrong assessment. I want... To get it right. I mm-hmm. want to get it right. Definitely. Get it right for every child. We're quite <laughs> proud people, aren't we? Yeah. I'm not saying the rest of the teaching profession aren't, mm-hmm. but I would say... Is that I would pride yourself on excellence. 100 And given every opportunity for the kids. I mean, look at... look at the, Who are the forgotten kids here? This is what my biggest argument is here and I get really angry what about the NAP four kids yeah. ungraded they've been the forgotten kids mm. of the whole you mean they just no exams pass fail pass fail uh, and, and no changes to the assessments everyone's scrutiny at NAP 5 higher advanced higher all the, the changes in the arrangements documents assessments mm. been into that mm. and nothing in it. and NAP 3 kids you mean what's happening We've got to be there. We've got to, got to pull these kids and mm-hmm. got to look at them. And because I think we talk about talked about of elite level, but we've got. I don't think when I look back when I started teaching thirty five years ago, some of the kids that are playing in the football team at Midlock would be playing. Yeah, the fifth team at Midlock would be playing the first team now mm-hmm. because they were far far more desire, far yeah. more passion. They just maybe fewer distractions. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. More people playing, watching esports mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. there is watching Netflix and, and, and uh, Prime TV films put together. How scary is that? That's mad, isn't that? no. just watching it. <laughs> What's to watch guys no. playing FIFA or, or playing people shooting each other? No, no. I mean, I, that's where it's going these guys yeah. get fortunes for it yeah. like they literally they'll, they'll play online at college or whatever and their, their wee face will be up in a wee box yeah. like FaceTime and they'll just be kind of commentating through it or whatever yeah. they can make over 120,000 per year it's crazy and then you've got the YouTube as well YouTubers and influencers that, that's the next aye. thing on Instagram is that right? Aye. Aye. yeah I TikTok to make money for putting up photos mm-hmm. Scary. If you get like X amount of followers on like your Instagram platform or your TikTok yeah. or whatever for you to release like a video or an image of like a brand or something yeah. like that, apparently you can make. Yeah, that was why you started the podcast, wasn't it? So we can get the views up. Know your comments today. I'll be in there after this one. He's too big a cut. Yeah, I'll check out. I know. I think we need to listen to the views of the kids as well. About what we do next. Let's speak to them. Yeah. 
then moving into this, the ones that I've obviously experienced it last year. But even year get and, them in doing the PlayStation, get a lounge after school for the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and then get them to feed in other things. Use that the platform. You've got a cat devoid, just go away and put them in there. Say, how about you going away? Right, you've had your hour, we've here's your league, we've done your league. Right here, we're going away and do this. That's mm-hmm. part of the deal. We'll set this up. Mm-hmm. Aye, so bribery and corruption. It's <laughs> everywhere. Absolutely. But just little, just being inventive. Right, so there's an offer there for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, getting them in there. So at least you know, and then you can vary it. And but some of these kids are playing ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I was one of them. Spec savers must be sponsoring them. They might have <laughs> been needing glasses by the time they're fifteen. Or even without glasses. I don't. I think I'd get much work done if it was a PlayStation. <laughs> no. Do you play the PlayStation? No, no, no. I, used, like, to, I used to have an used Xbox to, when uh, I was in high school, but uh, mm. my dad used to turn the internet router off at ten o'clock because I just kept on playing it, and he says that. Nah, nah, that's brilliant. That's a good right. idea. Yeah. So, I used to say them. I just thought them, Mister Carney. So you got a pair of scissors. Oh, I says, well, just cut the cable. That's it. Oh, but make sure you unplug it. Tell me shop. Sound advice there. Right. Aye, so, um, I just need to wait to see what the announcement is then for the exam. Well, I think, yeah, and I think... See where we go. I don't think it's going to be... They can't be radical. You won't be far away. You mean, and if you keep on doing that and collect your evidence and you, your and your assessment tools and seeing how they, you know, your diagnostic assessment and all that and seeing how they're going and... and, and the contents there, I mean, can you imagine them having to go away? What are they going to rewrite? I know. I mean, it There's took, when well, we did the higher still, Willie McKay, myself, and Dave Lobin did the higher still course 20 years ago. It took us a year to do it. To write it. All right. But Do you think they should, they should scrap, like, the, the kind of high-stakes assessments, like the exams where they're sitting in the hall, or do you think there's a place for that? Well, it'll have to be... You'll have to link in with the university as well, yeah. Because the university, uh, they will demand some sort of rigor. Well, I know, but I'll be, I know. I'll be and what are they going to do? What are they going to do? I know it's, it's, They've not had assessment, so you're going to have to have. You're going to have. To, everybody's going to have to get together and say, well, what? Well, who drives the higher end? There's no sense in SQA going away or whoever it is uh-huh. going away and having exams mm-hmm. and then at university they don't or yeah. having no exams and then university, well, we're not accepting that. I, th- I think with PE in sport, when I've been at college and you know, I've, not, I've not sat an exam since fourth year at school. Because like, within, you trained to be a PE teacher, I didn't need to sit one exam. It was all, no, it was all like essays, like ongoing. Oh, right. It's yeah. ongoing, I said. I had to do it I, from, just oh. from your no, finals no, no, there's no like, final like, oh. high stakes exams. So. Ah, it stands a drop. So do you think, <laughs> think there should be then? That's, no, that's why I'm sitting here. I, well, I would go. I'm not uh, any expert in that, and people say I'm not expert in anything. But I would go away and look at uh, all the scientific research and say, look, what's best? Yeah. Why can we know if we had a if we had a ways that offer the kids? What do you think the kids would mm. want? An option yeah. of do you want to do an end of term one, or do you want to do a continual assessment? Yeah. And, and say, well, what, that's what they are there. And then link it into that. And the university, well, there's I'm going to university, like some of the universities eh, don't recognise higher PE, which is absolutely shocking. Yeah. I mean, it's a disgrace. They should, it's just not, mm-hmm. or higher music, or, you mean? There's only certain ones, isn't there? I know, and, and you, you, if you're going to do medicine, higher PE doesn't affect. Okay, well, look at all the skills, the communication skills, mm-hmm. teamwork, and everything like that. Um, but I think is that, if you could have an option 
And I and I think there should be an option of a Christmas diet. So if kids who are maybe not quite ready to hit it in the summer, they could hit it at Christmas. Mm. And also, if it's, I mean, you know, some of you, you could fast track some of your kids to do Nat 5 by Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially where some schools are doing it over two years. Yeah, starting in third year, yeah. Starting in third year. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot, there's a lot of models out there which will obviously come down to funding and whoever is the assessment board, when they can meet and when they can process these. But I think is that it could be the way ahead is that it's a far more flexible approach. Uh, and if it, you say to you, well, what do you want? And well, I would like to do end of term, right? That's okay. Mm-hmm. And you can do it, right? That's assessment there. And, I mean, you're still teaching the same content. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how you assess it. Mm-hmm. And if you want, if, and then you become... And it might suit the kids that don't like doing exams, or the kids who like to work hard all the time, or the kids who just like to cram it. And then it's, it's well, a lot. A lot of the kids this year have been doing assessments for higher P, and it's been different from school to school. Yeah, maybe making up different papers. And... But the experience, but you can. I mean, the experience they'll get in Fife, and the experience they'll get in there. They'll get different teachers. They'll get different subjects. They'll get mm-hmm. different content. How it's delivered is it? That's the beauty of the higher course. Mm-hmm. Is that you? You've got it there, and you deliver it how you're. Timetable, your staffing, your expertise, your, you mean, who, the, the type of kids that you've got. And you, you take all that in during the summer holidays and you think about, right, how am I going to get this? What's the best? What's the best route? Am I going to teach this area through, well, I might not have any footballers this year, it's all dancers, right? Or hockey players, or what? And just put, putting in, and just doing a little overview, right? That'll be really good in there, and the mental side I'll hit there. Yeah. So it, that's the beauty of the course. Mm-hmm. You know what you have to cover. How you do it is: Would you rather be told, right? You've got to do this through gymnastics. Mm-hmm. You've got to do this through. No, it's better to have that kind of. Well, you've got your own. Sit your own, yeah. your own yeah. school. Right. So um, moving on, then just on to kind of work with talented uh, pupils at, at my school. We we run a mentoring program. Oh, I'm, for, I'm looking forward to this bit for pupils, <laughs> for, for pupils with five. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I leave it, yeah. Uh, Are you one of them? I do now. <laughs> I wasn't one of them, no. I left, too I left after fourth year, actually, so I, I didn't do any hires apart from higher English at night school. And that has been kept back after four years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> school after 14 at 20. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, so what, if, you, if you get any experience of working with, you know, talented pupils and how, how can we schools, you know, further support them to achieve, you know, as many as possible? Have you, have you had any experience? Yeah, you see, well, you kind of rail me a wee bit here because this used to happen at the end, at this first day back, you go into the staff room and the head teacher goes up there, gets his PowerPoint up there and goes, we've had 20 kids getting five A's, you've got this, you've got this, and we've got so many percentage in there, and I'm going, and what about wee Clarky boy that came in in first year, couldn't read and write, and is going out with three nap fours and a national five right. and he's got a job mm-hmm. and that wee clarky boy there is up there and he turns up every day and he does slating <clears> or he does plumbing or he he, he works in a shop or he, he or he's going away to college to put do screws on the roof put screws in the roof <laughs> what about they guys no, really. what percentage of kids are getting five eights three percent Mm-hmm. We gear we at our school. We geared our curriculum. They got three sciences, 
every year the kids were able, how many kids wanted three seconds? Oh, we've got to have it for the doctors. Mm. Well, how many kids out of Mental Academy is going away to be a doctor in the last 10 years? Four. Well, what about the other wee Johnny that can't get to do his technical because the staff ends know they're planning uh, to do yeah, it? Mm-hmm. So you're going to the elite end. I would argue is that these five higher A kids, they would get them the five hires, no matter which school they were at. Mm. They're bright, they're driven, they're keen to learn. Is that I would be arguing is, is that pump your money into your kids who are the D's and the E's and getting them to C's. What an achievement. Mm-hmm. Broaden. Yeah, broad- I still think there is like, oh, I think programs they, uh, on offer for them as well. Yeah, but I, I think, think they should be the, I think they should be your every focus. school. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and they'll lift they'll lift the other ones up. Yeah, I think I think I think the the kids I work with as well. The, they they find it uncomfortable when you start to support them early on because they're not used to yeah. that support because yeah. they are five higher pupils. So yeah. they find it's uh, kind of standoffish when you start to kind of mm. pair them up with a mentor like another teacher. Well, look at so, private schools. I mean, I'm not knocking the private system here at all. Well, it might be, but I'm not. Is that you go there and they get heaps of help they get all their after school clubs they get the biology club they get their extra science they get this they get that they get their formula one building mm-hmm. their racing cars everything there and they go to university what's the highest dropout at university is from private sector mm-hmm. why do you think that is then because they get so much spoon fed and then they go to university and they, it's not the same that's more independent yeah learning. it's independent learner so again the kit i mean is i think you're right you you is that the top end don't get challenged enough yeah. at times, mm-hmm. but there are ways of doing that. So instead of them doing the higher and 50, pump them on to advanced higher. Mm-hmm. Get them onto that and, and don't just make it that a teacher turns up so it, no timetable. But your focus is that, I'm a, is that I got heaps of reward with working with Alistair and all that. But, you know, it's working with kids who are really struggling and weren't getting any attention or anything like that, mm-hmm. I've had far more satisfaction out of the teacher. It's nice seeing them getting... They, yeah, they appreciate it more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They 100%, you mean, are absolutely fantastic. I work at the hub at Banff Academy and the work that the staff do there is unbelievable. Is that they nurture them, they can come in. My, my sister-in-law, Liz Davison, she used to do it, head teacher at primary school. They had a nurture unit and it was celebrated throughout, throughout Scotland because they took kids in, they had a breakfast club, they had it. And, and these were the poorer kids. Mm-hmm. The, the good kids will, the good kids will get on. If you, mm-hmm. when you have family or whatever, is, is that when I took my son to the hockey club, it'd be the same 14 kids that would be at the hockey. If you took them to the swimming, same. Uh, uh. It's the same people. But I think it's important that they don't forget about the top twenty percent as well, and keep pushing them on so they can get as many A's but, as possible. But I don't think you te- I mean the, the teachers will do that in the class anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, I mean, if you look at the teachers without being, but sometimes you can give, you can forget about the good kids because they're too busy. Uh, no, I think it. I, I would find it the other way around is is that the that they focus so much on the elite end because it's easier they're easier to teach and they're easier to manage. Is that they then go on about and do that. And you focus on the middle uh, as well, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. and then. And sometimes you can be, though, like focusing on the ones that are maybe presenting a bit more challenging in the class, and then you're not. In a real world, if you had the opportunity to have kids in, in different in different classes, 
Yeah, I would agree. Is that you mean my kids would, might have got more at the A level? I would have been able to go more into nutrition and all this anecdotal stuff with mm-hmm. them. Aye. But the kids that went through it sounds really bad. It, and there we didn't have one fail in twenty-two years or higher because the top end pulled up the bottom end. Mm-hmm. They still had a fantastic, well, I think a fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. And they brought up there and we said, right, this is our Olympic team. Right, our, our goal is we're all getting a gold medal and our gold medal is a pass at the end of this hire. And we're all in together and the kids, the high flyers, they sat with the, the kids who were struggling a little bit and taught them and said, look, here, try this from this angle and all this. And, and they were probably listening to them as well. And well, but well. the skills that they got for going away to be a doctor is that they could then communicate um, with other people uh, and understand why people were struggling. Mm-hmm. A lot of them went on to do well. I had I've now got about thirteen or fourteen P teachers throughout Scotland that because of the experience they had through sports leaders and things like that to do that. That's good. But so I'm no no. I think it, it maybe it's an area that the schools. Maybe not stretch them, but I would be saying is that uh, I'm one for uh, the joy that you get for wee Johnny that mm-hmm. came back in and said, oh, yeah. brilliant. I'm, and I'm coming back this year and what I get a B mm-hmm. come in. Right. You can, and then you can hit, we, right, deal is will you work with wee Clarky boy here because he's not so good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can you, and pull him and him. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And, and I just think, some dropped his teeth there, look. Kicking his bucket. He's kicked the bucket earlier. That's me, aye. That's him, Nerves kicking in, that's it. He's not happy. We've got him here. He's broke me. But no, I just think is that the kids, there are so many kids who, I mean, when I was at school, I was told I was getting no qualifications and no hires or anything like that. And, and 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 teachers didn't bother. You know, just didn't bother with you. Mm. It's, it's easy to teach mm. talented guys like you too, and and able people. That's easy. But go away and and get that base up. And sometimes putting in the graft with those lower achievers, and then once they actually get that first wee bit of success, yeah. then they're like, well, but they're not. No. They're they're, 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 they're high achievers because they're now out of their. They're now out of their little comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Is that they're really high achievers because they're now they're now they've got something. Right, they're pushing themselves. You know what I mean? And then. some of the kids in that were, were, you know, we talked about role models. They were delighted that they were in with Kim Little playing badminton with her. Right. I'm playing. Oh, I played with Kim Little day and, and all this before she was famous. Mm-hmm. But they'll look. But I was in the, I was in the same agri class. She'll be watching a lot. I was in her class. Aye, aye. And, 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 get, and giving them the opportunity and, and a lot giving them there is there wasn't a many that didn't fulfil well I would have said that some of them that was only higher they got but they were that, with it. that was their target yeah. and if you give them achievement in life is that they've gone on and, and used all the skills in there to to give them a start and to give them something is is that these are the kids in my opinion that are I mean and I think there'll be more and more kids now who have got really low self-esteem is that here's our subject. Let's let's pull them in. Mm-hmm. Bring them in. Right, kids, where are we going today? What, are we going, what do you want to try today? I tell you, if we work hard there, 
How about me going away and going on to YouTube? I've not done anything. Who's got a skateboard? Mm-hmm. Let's try it. Let's all that. Uh, right. You guys, you know, as a one-off. Mm. Oh. Mind your helmet. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, forget the helmet. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just... Uh, yeah. And, 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 I think you're right. There's more to pee, pee than the A's, isn't there? Or, or oh, the B's, or the, or the grades. It's, it's, it's what you do, is, it's how you develop them as people. It as can well. be so exciting, can't it? Like, it can be the most exciting subject, but sometimes we can just make it. Just we're like brutal, we're brutal at making I it. Oh, uh, I know. And, and it's there, and it's just saying to them and saying, yeah, you're no, but the thing is, we're not going, no going to ignite everybody. Aye. We're not, you've got to do that. It's just like hands, hands up and say, well, yeah. There's some people who are looking after my mum in the care home going, oh, I hated your son at school. But I liked him later on because all he wanted us to do was pee and, and, and get his, and I hated it. And my mum says to him, well, you didn't hate me, you just hated the pee. Ah, oh, you're probably right. But, and where are they now? You're spending £40 a week, mm. a month at a gym. Uh-huh. And out running the night doing this. And I said, so well, there you go. Mm. But I still think is that getting away and saying to them, right, okay, you're doing judo, how about you taking this? Right, I'm going to be your student today in the class here. Can you do us a basic moves with the class today? And run it through them. Mm-hmm. And he could. It's just been a wee bit of... Inventive. Like inventive leadership roles and stuff like that. Oh, well, yeah. It's just, it's Sports leaders. Opportunities for them. Uh, we kind of tapered to our own... We took away the assessment because it was so... But well, we put in first aid and put in this. And said, well, what would... And I mean, I think it's, it was fantastic. Mm. I mean, the kids were able to communicate and... And everything like that, and, and people, kids being able to communicate face to face rather than over an iPhone or, or a text, or a, and they all the sports leaders had their own tracksuit tops and sports, and they used to they used to brilliant, used to crack up all the other stuff. They used to go in and try to talk with the other <laughs> class and, and go magic, rumble them mm-hmm. up, you know. And the, but that was an identity. <laughs> get the first thing they would ask, are we getting a talk? I said, it'll be twenty pound. Oh, twenty pound. Yeah. All right. A magic eye. You can pay it up or whatever, and they want. And uh, as soon as you go, and the pride, Aye, it was a, it was a badge of honour. Mm-hmm. And if you lost it, and they saw somebody wearing it, you're not a sports leader. That's my top. Money, <laughs> 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 thanks for. Um, we usually have a quick fire round at the end. We've not planned it today because we thought we didn't even want to waste much time. We've got lunch to go with that you're paying for. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well funny you mentioned that. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. Cafe Palmer, is it? Cafe Palmer, is it? I had to look at the menu anywhere, was it? Culture for you boys, eh? Absolutely. Steak and chips, was it? Yeah. (laughs) No, the greasy spoon down at Mary Hill. (laughs) Do we serve a pizza crunch? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'll do the ordering, boys, okay? (laughs) No, that's us, so thanks very much for coming down. No, I really enjoyed it. Just like to say is that um, these two guys here uh, really inspire me because They've set up something that a lot of my students and a lot of young PE staff really follow. And um, it was quite amazing the amount of texts that I got to say how much they, they enjoyed my podcast and the questions that they asked and all that the last time I did it. But more importantly, it, the, the people that they get on are really interesting and, and create views. And even at my tender age of nearly 61, my birthday's coming up. Don't forget, boy. When is that? Coming up this, uh, this month. Yeah, uh, 25th of August for all my ex-pupils <laughs> out there. Three days after my brothers. So, is that right? Uh, it's a good month. But um, joining a part is that they, they really put, they're really professional. And I have no doubt that they'll go on and hopefully lead their own PE department and 
and get football out of the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, guys. Thanks so much. Cheers, Mary. Thanks again. Okay, thank Thanks you. So much. Much.